Hello, welcome to the Founders Log podcast. I'll recap and I'll look back on the previous month of October 2023. Indeed. Well, I went away for a week. I went to uh, Scotland and visited the uh, Zap Shelter guys. You did, yeah. That's right, yeah. And it went manic for you that week, it seemed. <laughs> nah, it, was, it was all right. It was busy than normal. It's, it was, it's not manic to me. I'm an old hand. It was busier than normal. I, I did help in a few times when it was like... It's because they all come at once. That's the thing. They were waiting until one of us goes away. It's always the case. When one of us goes away on holiday, everyone else everyone decides to get in contact. Yeah, that was always the way, in it? Yeah. So uh, in October, we basically ended the story of two leads that we had that in the end weren't going to go anywhere. So uh, yeah, first lead we've spoken to about before is a marketing agency that originally contacted us in January of this year looking for IT support. Um, but because they hadn't got any IT support, anything that they we offer them would uh, look like a considerable cost to them because they're not paying for anything to start off with. Mm-hmm. It was one of the other directors that was looking after their IT, and after we had a chat with them, they all went well. They do they just simply didn't want to pay for support, and they they told us they'd gone with another IT company, which I always thought uh, no, I don't think you have gone for another IT company. I think you've uh, you're uh, kept it in house and you haven't changed anything at all. So I, I followed up six months later asking them how it was going with this other IT company, which they never actually uh, acknowledged about the other IT company, but instead they brought us in contact with the managing director to arrange a video call. Yes. It turns out that they're acquiring another marketing agency and they want to merge the IT system together. They're both using Google Workspace. They don't know how to do it themselves. They haven't been able to find any other IT companies that can, that can do Google Workspace like we can to the level we can. Um, so they got in contact with us. And again, we had a decent phone call with them and all that stuff, but the underlying reason they didn't go for us again was cost. They, uh, they again, they, they don't want to pay for IT. They don't value IT there, it would seem, at the moment, and they're going to struggle to find someone else who can help them, especially merging two businesses together um, yeah. to the level that we can because there just aren't any other Google Workspace experts out there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little bit naive of them to think that they can do 40 user business on the cheap. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and like you said, the actual... We'd actually give them a good offer as well, and yeah. that the that's a, a tiny percentage of their overall, or overall wage bill. Uh, you know, they're getting two people, you and I, for experts in this thing that can get it done very easily and can continue supporting them onwards and upwards as they grow. But they're just going to they're just going to struggle. They're going to have something, something really messy is going to happen, and I guess they'll be back in contact again. Yeah, when this happens, we've had it happen before, people go, oh, we can't afford it for whatever reason or it's too expensive. I always think to myself, it's got nothing to do with the money. I know you can afford it. Your choice is I don't want to pay. Now, the gurus of our world will say, well, you haven't convinced them of the value of IT. That's your fault in your sales process. No, it's not. It's not my responsibility to tell you to understand the value of IT. I can't teach you that. You need to learn that one day. It's not my job. It's like saying I don't bother with insurance. Well, that's fine until something burns down you know you need to know what's what well the value we offered them was, was great they just don't want to pay it but we we knew our value and we weren't going to lower ourselves down to the amount that they did want to pay well that's what that's what i mean there's no Which point, in there. no point yeah. to do that you can't in a sales process convince somebody who's got 40 years of business that they need to value it like it's not my job to tell you why you should know it you should know that it's your yeah. failing not my failing so i'm and, not going to even and try then the uh the second lead was a, uh, a small startup business which hadn't really started trading or doing anything yet. It was just three people in it, um, in the space industry, designing satellites. And again, another great video call initially. And then we went for a second video call with them, a follow-up one, uh, with the intention to getting the deal done. But um, they wanted to go line by line through our terms and conditions 
um, for part of the part of, for about twenty minutes, so they just wanted to talk about what the word reasonable meant, um, and yeah. then suggested that we get our terms and conditions rewrit rewrit uh, just for them, which you know that can happen in business if you've got a good big deal. But for a three man business that hasn't started trading yet, um, it's not yeah. worth. I, I told them straight, it's not financially worth us doing this because the cost of solicitors will wipe out eighty to ninety percent of any profit we make off you in the first year that we're working together anyway. Uh, assuming that you last that long and assuming that you sign up because we've got to put all these we've got to do the expense of getting the solicitors to change the stuff before you've even agreed to sign the contracts we could yeah, get 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 that all done and then you decide oh i don't want to work with you or there's another term you don't like so it's just not it's just not feasible with such a small business to do something like that and they didn't seem to get that um the argument it. over the word reasonable was what got me yeah. imagine trying to argue over the definition of reasonable people have taken that to the high court yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's a proper legal thing that a judge would get involved in. And uh, it's just, it's just, it always, it always, it frustrates me slightly. This does because they'll happily sign up to enterprise software and all that, and they, they don't go ringing up a, yeah. a Dropbox or whatever and say, "I'm not quite sure I like this term. Can you change it for me?" But when it comes to a small business, they think it's all fair game. Oh, let's let's cause them a lot of costs. Let's change their terms and conditions, which work perfectly for everybody, perfectly fair on each side. Um, Hundreds, not hundreds, but lots of clients have used our, those terms and conditions and are quite happy with them. Uh, and it's just it's just silly just going through it line by line, especially the reasonable um, definition of reasonable. As you said, that is a that costs a lot to find the definition of reasonable. There is no definition. That's yep. the thing of it. There will never be a, de a definition of it. There will only be the last case in which there was adjudication on that word's definition. Well, reasonable came along because it replaced the word best endeavours. Because yeah, best endeavours is, is literally unlimited. Uh, but reasonable apparently allows you to limit stuff as well, what you what's, what's reasonable to do compared to best endeavours. That could be anything. Um, so that's what reasonable replaced after there was a debate about best endeavours. <laughs> so... Um, which we, I think we were more than reasonable in trying to accommodate this person, and then you have to draw a line under it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly um it's just shame really because i think we would have really benefited his business but he couldn't he couldn't see past his corporate background i think especially because it's a very unique setup as well for it setup for designing satellites as well so there's linux and all that kind of stuff involved uh, along with google workspace so we we could cover all that stuff off but just you're never going to get anywhere if you go line by line for a contract and then try and debate every line and again trying it's just a bit silly yeah, because all they'll end up doing now is going with somebody who's desperate for the money because they will change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do everything and they won't give a great service. Desperate for the money. They're only there for the money. And right. uh, they are not. They don't care about the service quality. They'll give you whatever you want. Yes, whatever you want. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, new videos. So uh, two new videos went live on the uh, YouTube channel. One was how to set up an announcement only chat space in Google Chat. So there's a, there's a way in Google Chat you can create an announcement only room. And this is handy if you're if – you're, if you're, if you want to basically get rid of internal emails, uh, you could have a announcement only where mm. you want an announcement out, people can read it, they can react with emojis, but by default they can't comment. So you can turn commenting on if you want to. Uh, but if you've got a large organization and that you want to put just uh, updates out or what's going on, that's a great way of doing it. Uh, the other one was how to assign tasks in Google Workspace using Google Chat. So this is a redo of an older video because they've changed the UI and uh, to, compared to the old video. So that went live. Yeah, um, and uh, Google Chat just announced uh, last night that they're changing the UI again. So there might be a, there might be another twenty another update for that in a, a couple of weeks' time. Um, yeah, just waiting to see when that starts to appear. Once that new UI rolls out, yeah, correct. Um, 
blog posts, did two blog posts as well. So I did one again on how to set up the announcement only chat space and Google chat, but I also did one on how to enable Google workspace pass keys. Yes. In windows 11 or on windows 11. Um, Cause they're really handy. Uh, we get a lot of people who, as you know, forget their passwords, don't look after them properly, even though we try and get them to use password managers and all that kind of stuff. People just, some people just don't care because it's, it's, it's not their thing. It's, uh, it's not my, it's not their personal data they're protecting. Even with their personal data, they're pretty bad at managing passwords. But with pass keys, you have to have a login into Windows to get into Windows if you've got it set up correctly. And the pass keys will use that Windows Hello login yeah. to allow you to log into stuff like Google Workspace and some other services. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they're good. Going to take a little while for people to get used to these, though. As ever, it's something different, so it's, they're going to struggle. I think it might. I, I don't know. I think it'll be a bit easier uh, as long as they don't forget their Windows login details. Well, that's uh, hopefully, hopefully they've got a laptop that's using uh, Face ID or fingerprint ID, so that they don't have to type something in. Yeah, Windows Hello Face is good, but I believe, if I'm not wrong, only really Surface laptops support that. Uh, my laptop supports it. That's a Razer laptop. Yeah, we've um, got external webcams and mine won't work with it. And it's good. Yeah, webcams. external webcams, a lot of them won't. I think you can get ones that are certified that can okay. do it because okay. um, it uses infrared. I think Windows Hello is infrared, so you need to have an infrared camera on there. Ah. You know, measure the depth because that measures the depth okay. of your face and makes sure you're a real person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fingerprints, but even the pin access. Is, yeah, yeah, it's easy is, enough, isn't it? Yeah, easy enough to remember that, but it should be. But, uh, yeah, I don't have too many people say I've forgot my pin yet, James. That hasn't happened. Right. People are better with pins. Forgot your pin, you're a bit screwed. So that's, that's the end of that. It's probably yeah. just uh, imagine if you've forgotten your pin, what's your, what's your um, credit card pin? Enter that because it's probably the same one they're reusing. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. good answer that, isn't that? Yeah. Um, so the October assistance and support statistics, even though we're busy on that uh, week I was away, it was actually only 103 people uh, subscribers got in contact. Um, and that's out of those um, 88 wanted to request assistance from you, Carl. Yes. Uh, and then 15 of them uh, wanted something uh, fixing that wasn't working as it should and wanted support. Out of the uh, people who asked for assistance, um, you managed to respond to 62 of them within five minutes, um, letting them, telling them how to do something better than they could before. 25 of them had to wait between five and 30 minutes for you to get back to them. Mm. and uh one request took over 30 minutes but that was really because it was more of a learning session than anything else they is the person needed to know how to learn how to import ranges into a google sheet ah yes yeah yeah it was a good one that and then uh was it unusual or something yeah i don't usually get too many people asking me to do a formula or something now it's not necessarily my job to do their job but in this case i felt no i can help them with this i can give them i give them a good enough clue to get going and then they can develop it from there it took you over 30 minutes to one hour to get that, that important range sorted. <laughs> well, even I had to learn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google didn't give you the answer straight away. Nor did Bard, but the two of them together did. <laughs> Out of the subscribers who want to support, eight had a response return to work within five minutes, and six uh, returned to work, had their problems sorted out within 30 minutes. Uh, one did take longer because the uh, subscriber had locked themselves out of a mobile phone, so it took over an hour to sort out. Yeah. Because, um, again, our subscribers, we love them, but they do manage to do things that we've just never been able to do ourselves. And getting yourself locked out of your phone, you have to take quite a few steps to get to that point where your phone locks down. That's true. 
Then um, 102 of all, all 102 of them. No, sorry, actually 102 of the people who got in contact uh, got in contact through our unique instant messaging service, which promises and well, it doesn't promise, but it nearly always delivers a less than two minute response time. Yeah, which I know some IT companies struggle to do. Oh, that drives people mental, the idea of two minutes. There was a post on Reddit about this yeah. where many MSPs, uh, an MSP had had a, a customer getting contact uh, saying that they want to have a two, an under two-minute response time. And the whole of this Reddit post was about people, we can't do that. It's impossible to do that. We can't do that. It's, it's ridiculous. And me and Carl are just going, if you knew what we knew, it's very yeah. easy to do. It was ridiculous or it was, no, never. Don't even entertain trying to do it was the yep. other one. It was one way or the other, can't do it or won't do it. It's very rare that ours are more than two minutes. It's always it's very rare that ours are more than a one minute to get a response back. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because you can scale it too. It's got it's not like hell, but because oh, there's only two of you. No, no, this was totally scalable by volume of people at the other end to, to us. It's doable. Staff. Yeah, I, I don't actually know how many hundreds of users we look after, but there's a few hundred there. Yeah, I know. We regularly, I mean, you and I regularly try and challenge ourselves to not only respond as fast as possible, but solve the problem within like under 10 seconds. Yeah, well, I, did, I did that last night, didn't I? Uh, and then the, 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 the person came back and said, next time, could you try and do it under under nine seconds or whatever? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the stats show also that six people would never know, would not have even had to get in contact with us if they'd had a regular training uh, provided yeah. to them through our learning sessions. But Training is a hard thing to get people to do and sign up for. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. So you've got, to, you've got to get them to do it, commit to pay for it, and then actually learn it, like take note of it, not just go whatever and sit there through it. To be fair, it might be not necessarily in the future because you just replace those people with AI anyway that can do it. Well, we're waiting to see, aren't we? Hence, yeah. we're, hence we're watching um, Elon Musk and Lix Friedman chatting about this kind of stuff this morning. Have you got anything you want to add to the founders log while I was away? If anything interesting happened, uh, you covered it all. I think pretty, pretty much. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it then. Uh, we'll be back at the start of December to talk about November. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speak to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.